0: Want to be a part of the conversation? Then let us know on the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk, TNT Radio. This is Digging Deeper with D.D. Denslow on today's News Talk, TNT Radio.
1: Welcome back to TNT Radio. You're just listening to me uh, having a bit of a chinwag with uh, Scott Anderson, uh, the Highlander, Uh, and joining me in just a few minutes. I have uh, Graham Moore, Daddy Dragon. He was just telling us uh, a little story about, and I'm going to ask him to repeat that uh, when we go live in just a few moments. Graham is a common law and English constitution expert. He loves all things English. He does have uh, the red uh, flag of st george in the background Uh, he is also the founder of the constitution the english constitution party Uh, and the question i am just going to ask you to think about uh graham uh, before i come to you is and i've asked this of my previous guest is why the mainstream media whose prime purpose is to manufacture consent for war uh, is turning on Israel at the moment. I find it disconcerting that I am saying the same things as the BBC, or the BBC are saying similar uh, stories and narratives that I am pushing here on TNT Radio or on my social media feed. And I'm just wondering uh, why that is. Um, a big shout out to everybody in the live chat. I will keep an eye on uh, your comments and your questions. And if you have any questions uh, for Graham, I will try to pass them on to you uh, little known fact yeah very little known fact today is international men's day Yeah, Sunday, the 19th of November. Uh, Normally, I'd know about these things because it'd be trending on Twitter. Yeah, I'd look on the side where it says all the trends and at the top, it would be like International you know, Women's Day, International Trans Day, although I think those two now are conflated. They've joined them together now. They have International Women's Day and a load of men come out. Um, But today is International Men's Day and I thought I would give that uh, an honourable mention. And one quick story... Um, this is to do with an ad boycott that is gathering pace on X amid an anti-Semitic storm. Uh, firms including Apple, Disney, and IBM have paused advertising on X amid an anti-Semitic storm on the site. It comes after X owner Elon Musk amplified an anti-Semitic trope on the platform formerly known as Twitter. Uh, the boycott has also been picking up steam in the wake of the inst- investigation by a US group uh, which flagged ads appearing next to a pro-Nazi post on X. So this is uh, Media Matters who are being taken to court uh, by X. Uh, I've seen, Graham, that you've been uh, commenting on this and tweeting about this. Uh, so I may actually uh, pick up on, on this story with you at some point uh, during the next hour. Uh, I don't really follow the these stories about uh, the attacks on X and Elon Musk, like I used to. Uh, but I've looked into this Media Matters uh, uh, organization, uh, and it seems that they set up a load of fake accounts, attracted a load of uh, Nazi supporting types on, on social media, got some screenshots of ads next to these tweets, and now are using them to attack Elon Musk. And my question is uh, for, you know, especially I, I know some of the listeners think that elon musk is all part of the agenda he's part of the cabal he's a bad guy he wants to get you all uh, onto his ex social credit system and you have to ask why none of the other social media platforms facebook reddit instagram uh tiktok uh that's probably uh, the true social with donald trump you know why none of these social media platforms get attacked but ex does is this just a play to convince us that Elon Musk is on our side, or is it actually that Elon Musk and his various activities are actually rubbing up the wrong people, and that he has the power uh, to actually make a difference in this world with regards to free speech and breaking down some of the narratives that we see play out in the mainstream media? So I'm probably going to uh, bring this up with you at some point, uh, Graham. Uh, but we are going to go to to, um a quick sweeper, if you have before you do that, if you've missed your favourite TNT Radio show or interview, simply listen back when you want, wherever you want. Visit episodes on the TNT Radio website. So that's TNT Radio Live. There are suggestion forms on there. There is a live chat, so please go and join the live chat. You can ask questions. I'll pass them on to my host. Uh, we're also on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, iHeart, and TuneIn. Uh, there is never. Any reason ever, 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 ever to miss out on anything on TNT radio?
2: Delivering the facts.
0: Source I can trust. Today's News Talk Radio.
1: TNT. TNT. Um. Welcome back to TNT Radio. This is me, DD Denslow on my last hour uh, of my show, my digging deeper show this Sunday. I've joined with uh, Graham. Thanks for coming on to the show, Graham. Uh, if you could just remind the audience of who you are, what you're about, and why do they call you Daddy Dragon or Dragon Daddy? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, the first thing is that
3: obviously I run, I did run YouTube channels until they took it down. I did have a quite a large Facebook presence until they took it down. And they only take down the people that tell you the truth and that are doing damage, if you want, to the Marxists. Um, so the basis is we've started a party called the English English, Constitution Party, but we also have another element to that, which is the English Constitution Society. Uh So those who don't like politics, and I quite understand why, we don't regard ourselves as politicians. Our uh, manifesto is the English Constitution, the English Bill of Rights, and that's the way it should be, and it should have always been. The reason why people call me Daddy Dragon was because I always talk about England, the Constitution, the common law our constitutional statutes etc so people were sending me books and messages saying father dragon um because the original flag of England is the white dragon on a red background so then they cut it short to daddy dragon so it wasn't me who gave myself the name it was the actual people um that was listening to me and they love England they love what we do Uh, and they give me the online handle with Daddy Dragon.
1: I did not know that the original English flag, and we've spoken before a few times, I I didn't know that the original English flag uh, was the white dragon on a red background. Um, So I learned, it's nice to always learn something, especially about the country you live in. And I don't know whether I should be embarrassed about that uh, or not um okay so uh there's a couple of things i want to talk to you about today one what's going on in america i know you've just flown back from uh, a conference uh in texas with regards to uh, a referendum to tax it uh i would like to talk to you about uh xi jinping's uh visit to the usa and and just american uh, politics in general uh And I'd also like to talk to you about um, uh, the the X story and media matters. But before that, can you just give me your opinion on the situation in Israel and Gaza? Because actually it's the undercurrent to to all our politics at the moment, at least what we're seeing.
3: Well, the first thing I'll say to you is the cause, absolute cause of all of the problems in the Middle East are the British. Right, that's the first thing. Everyone should step back and understand that if it wasn't for the Balfour Agreement and Israel bombing the British, so I want people to understand where I'm coming from here. The Stern and Ergon were terrorist organizations, were then integrated into uh the israeli defense force in fact many of them terrorists that not only bombed our own troops in palestine as it was then right they also bombed they were they in 1946 the mi5 had put alerts and warnings and all the ports on this nation to watch for jews and jewish terrorists entering this country they were setting up terrorist tell- cells very similar to the IRA, and they was targeting our senior politicians, including one I might add that was um, Ernest Bevan, the foreign secretary, right? So this, this is not Mickey Mouse stuff. This is serious terrorism. So the next element for me to say is this. I do not support, and I will not be forced, into supporting israel or palestine i support the children on both sides and anyone that goes out of their way to murder children in what they call some sort of terrorist war whatever let me tell you something: i absolutely disagree and and it is nothing to do with any form of god that is satan literally right in your face Those children are dying. Let me tell you something now. I'm not an apologist for either side, right? Mm. But any nation that cuts off the water supply, the food supply, the medical supply to innocent civilians and children, they are a terrorist state. Full stop. There is no, and everyone in the UN and all these people are all frightened. Why are they frightened? And I'll tell you for why, because it goes back to the original, how they were founded through terrorism, and they know at any stage Israel could reignite their terrorism in their nations. And just let me just say why I believe that people like me and yourself are now sounding like the mainstream media, uh-huh, because the mainstream please. media are terrorised, and I'll tell you for why. Because all of a sudden they've realized that the open borders policy that was put in place, let's face this right, by many Jews in all of these Western countries as politicians, all of a sudden they've realized they've let the very people in that hate Jews. That's what's going on. And they've looked around in London and they've seen hundreds of thousands on the street demanding the blood of Jews. And guess what? It's all Israel's fault. Simple as that. I'm not saying to anyone out there that the that, the that, that Hamas, a terrorist organization, but by the way, right, was originally funded by who? The Israel Defense Force. That's who they was funded by and the CIA, right? So they've created a problem. They then come across and, and done what they, anyone who tells me that the mossad didn't know that that was going to happen right do you you honestly think they stood there with their fingers in their ears their hands over their eyes and the hands over their mouth no they didn't they knew what was coming right and they let it happen and more to the point and i've got to just say this it now turns out there's an israeli helicopter that slaughtered most of them people in the kibbutz yeah. Right. So the Israelis have killed these Jews and other people, all having a little nice dance at a rave, and it turns out that the, the who's responsible for them people being killed from an helicopter with machine gun fire is the actual Israelis themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. And that is actually now being reported by Haretz uh, in within israel but i'm not seeing that being reported by our own mainstream media however they are calling out uh the uh, the propaganda and some of the lies that are coming out uh, of mainstream sources in israel with regards to say uh that the hospital that's just been uh occupied now uh, at Al-, Al shifa hospital um why are the you you're suggesting that the mainstream media the bbc will use that as as the example in the uk um they seem to be supporting Palestine, is that because they are in fear of all the new arrivals and all the people who are opposed to the Zion, the Zionists in Israel and what they are doing in Gaza? Is that because the mainstream media are afraid of them?
3: I believe it is.
1: I, th- I think what they're actually seeing now, and
3: I think um, Elon Musk sent a tweet out basically saying the same thing. All he was saying was exactly what we was thinking. So for all these years, these policies of open borders in Western countries that have been destroying the Western countries at the behest of Israel, yes, this is the type of policies you need, and then you're letting in the very people that hate the Jews. So once they see them on the street and the numbers that they've seen them on, now they're panicking. But here's what's worse. These same people are now seeing the very police force that they believed was going to protect them standing side beside of them Palestinians. So who they regard as their enemy, the police are now standing with them. So what chance are they going to have? Well, the answer Mm -hmm. is very little. So unless someone starts to turn this around from the mainstream, right? they, They
1: know it's not going to end well. Do you think that? Do you think that this is gonna provoke? Uh, and I asked a similar question of my previous guest: uh, provoke social unrest on the streets in the UK because there is a very hardcore element that support Israel and support their actions in response to the terrorist attacks of Hamas. Uh, could we see that? We we, we might have had. We had minor disturbances last weekend on Armistice Day. Uh, it was all very sad to see, I have to say. It, may, it upset yeah. me. Uh, are, are we going to see uh, further stoking the tensions and therefore trouble on our streets? You're,
3: you're, you're Definitely the tensions um, are increasing. Anyone with half a brain can see that. But one of the things that I will say, and especially in, in um, proportionate, uh responses to things so so I am not suggesting in any way that Hamas coming across the border and doing what they was doing I don't care how many people they killed it was wrong right Mm -hmm. I don't believe in war although I will fight a war and stand side beside anyone protecting England right Mm -hmm. but I don't believe in 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 terrorism and what's actually going on there so when you look at a proportionate response I'm just going to say this to everyone listening. When the IRA bonders, did we go and nuke Ireland? No, we didn't. Right. Why is that? It's because we showed restraint. Could mm-hmm. we have done? Yes, of course mm-hmm. we could have done. But it's not it, every Irishman is not a terrorist. We all know that. Right. And and then people sitting in Palestine and especially the tro- children, right, yeah. and the women, then they're, they're not all terrorists. And when I see these so-called alternative media people turning and picking aside. We've already gone through COVID. We've gone through Ukraine. We've gone through all of this stuff. And they're still doing the same thing, being dragged in to what the media wanted, the media talking points, but it's now backfiring in a big way. So just to make sure, you know, when, when the jihadis bombed Manchester Arena, right? did did we go and nuke any other place no we didn't right we and and we're we're, i mean i don't i don't disregard the fact that um we we had been drawn into a war with iraq with syria etc and again even the syrian war i was telling people at the time this is not what you're being told that it's Uh about it's about a gas pipe right and the rooting of a gas pipe And everyone went, no, 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 it's not. And now it turns out that's exactly what it's about. And then when you look at Israel, you've now got a canal that they want to put in that literally takes over and pushes to one side, the Suez Canal, and it will be under the complete control of Israel. Why do they want Gaza out of the way? And everyone says it's because there's oil and gas under Gaza. That's not the reason. It's because it's within rocket range of that canal and the shipping Uh that they want to go through that canal. That's why Uh they want guards are gone. Uh
1: Yeah. It's always, as the same with all conflicts. And i I, have said it before, I'll say it again. It's always about land, Money and oil. Uh, always, it's never about religion or skin colour. That's just a a, 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 a divisive narrative. That's just the red meat that they chuck to uh, to the masses here at home and elsewhere. Okay, we're going to a break now, Graham. When we come back, I want to talk about your trip to USA, your experience over there, text it. Uh, what, what what people think of the Israel Gaza conflict. There, uh, Xi Jinping's visit. Donald Trump, so much to ask about the USA. Please stay right with us here on TNT Radio.
2: TNT Radio's Joe Hoft We're in a situation like never before in world history. We've been through world wars, but what we're seeing now is just amazing. We've either got communism where it's just the government. The government runs things and that's just the way it is. Your soul is gone. It's diminished. There's nothing else. And or uh, fascism where you have the government working with big industry, which seems to be the model that's being pushed on uh, the West um, really by all these Guys that are in the EU and world economic form, they all have connections to the uh, fascists from uh, the past, the Nazis in in Germany. He she mentioned to the guy the head of Luxembourg who used to be the head of uh, the EU, the guy who was drunk all the time. How huh? his family uh, were were Nazis and they looted and stole booty from Jews during World War II and became wealthy. It's similar to the Soros family. These are the kind of people uh, that are continuing with their initiative to, to rule the world through fascism, Joe
0: on TNT Radio. God's truth is enduringly true throughout all the generations. It transcends culture. The church is always going to be an embattled people. If it's swimming with the tide, it's not being the church of Jesus Christ. Look to the past. Learn from the past. Because the whole world lies in the power of the evil one.
2: More than 200 confirmed cases of coronavirus, it's called. The entire state of California ordered to stay at home. That's 40. California has some of the strictest policies leveled against churches. Gavin Newsom's executive order threatens jail time and a $1,000 a day fine.
0: Government that's stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. When I went into the White House, when I sat in on the task force meetings, was a shocking level of gross incompetence.
2: The mortality rate from the virus was 0.2%. You know, 99.8% survival, rather than the 3 or 4% mortality that the, the people are saying at the time. The culture and the understanding of the people of Grace Church has always been, not only do you obey government, but you honor government. No, 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 no. Thousands of people in the streets, but you can't have church.
0: The hypocrisy of letting people riot, helped us all understand one thing, this is not what they say it is. By meeting, we're testifying the government has no jurisdiction here. I was arrested and driven to a maximum security prison. The government has obviously
2: uh, turned up the heat on churches.
0: My Daddy.
1: When the churches fall silent, the only religion left is the state. We needed to make a biblical statement because we always put ourselves under the authority of the Word of God.
2: LA County threatened Pastor John MacArthur with jail time and arrest. We were going to be sued. They wanted Grace Church shut down. We wanted to go on the offensive and attack the health order as unconstitutional. This wasn't about health and safety. This was all about control and opposition to religious freedom. As the government gets more corrupt and more corrupt. Snitches get rewards.
1: Its totalitarian control has to increase. can you have to have a mask on.
0: And as they shut down any attacks against them. This is not about freedom or personal choice. The last thing standing is going to be the church. The net zero con will leave millions of citizens dependent on state handouts. It isn't a theory, it's an agenda. There is no climate emergency. On air 24-7, this is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Uh,
1: welcome back to TNT You're here with me, DD Uh I am talking to uh, English constitution expert uh, Graham Moore, who was very very passionate uh, with his opinions on what's going on in the Middle East uh, and I've got a nice comment coming for you a so big shout out to Mali in the live chat In battle, you don't fight the people in front of you because you hate them you fight because you love our country behind us and we are fed the opposite narrative but we're told not to fight because we love our country we're told to fight because here's a group of people that you are meant to hate you never met them before. you don't know why you hate them you've just been told that you've got to fight them do you think there's some truth in that statement
3: yeah i do to be honest i mean uh, so again we're being taught to hate people, and and one of the things, any form of terrorism, you see it in Northern Ireland with, with, with the Protestants and, and the Catholics, again, ultimately caused by the British. What did they do? They taught the children to hate on both sides, and it just uh-huh. carries on. That's and exactly they what up. they do
1: yeah yep. grow up just to hate a group of people you don't know why you just always been told to hate them when i was a kid i was taught to hate the french yeah and my dad was his ex navy and he was like that the son you hate the french all right just remember that, yeah. wherever you do. Yeah, because we've always been at war with them and they keep losing. Uh, I say that in jest. I don't know that many French people, but if I am dead, I'm sure I'd love them. you have been um, like onions, you know? Yeah, yeah. And berries. Um, the Texas Independence Rever- Referendum Act commonly shortened to Texit, is pending. Uh, Texas state legislation, which if passed, would call for a state referendum on the succession of Texas from the United States. While prior versions of the legislation have been introduced under similar titles, the most recent version was introduced by State Representative Brian Slayton on March the 6th, 2023. Um, you have just been over to U.S. Uh, USA. You went to Texas. There was a Texas conference that you attended. Please Uh, Please, Graham, tell me about your trip, uh, what was going on at this conference, and how serious are they about seceding from the United States?
3: Well, so the first thing to say to you is I was invited to speak there as an English constitutionalist. And because, obviously, we we want out of the British political union, remember? Mm-hmm. So my, my role was to go over there and explain to them the difference between Great Britain and the political union. And the political union has only existed since 1706, 1707, and that's when the main problems started. I could go through certain other elements, but I won't. On the Texas national movement... Um, are they a serious movement? Very much so. The conference center was at the Hilton in Waco, Texas. Um, it was a massive uh, conference. They had one large r- room. Um, there was there was thousands that attended over the yep. three four day period, um, but they had ten rooms coming off the side of it with individual conferences on different subjects but the main core of it uh i spoke four times there they had some experts from all around the world one of them was um a world uh renowned expert on referendums from from uh britain uh dr matt and i can't pronounce his last name but um he is an academic that is a known expert on referendums
1: Matt goodwin. um good goodwin excuse me goodwin Matt Goodwin, he was all over no. The coach, his
3: yeah. name was uh, I can't remember what his last name was. But t- to be fair with ya, he, he was a he was a good guy. Uh, he understood what he was talking about. We had a conversation uh, before I went and uh, done my pieces. Um, the main the main elements of this, so how serious is it? First of all, it's a large movement. There's over 500,000 that support oh, it. Um, secondly, I can't remember how much money it was. They, they raised something like $1.5 million in six months, right? So it's not a Mickey, Mickey Mouse outfit. The second thing I'll say to you about this group of people is their passion. They are just like English constitutionalists, English Constitution Party, i said to them out there if i was to pick up the english constitution party and put it in that conference the thinking the people uh, that their passion for what they believe in is just like ours um how serious is it let me put it this way There they are i believe they need ninety-seven thousand signatures so what you just said was it was reintroduced in march there's a nine-month period, I think it is, or three-month period, where they have to get so many signatures. They need 97,000 signatures. There are 80,000-plus at the moment, right? That that means signatures on the petition, which then allows the referendum to take place in March next year. They're 10,000 signatures away at the moment, right? So if you think of Brexit, then think of Texit, and think that they're 10,000 signatures away from the referendum, right? When you speak to the average Texan and you explain the situation, the first thing they say is, we're sick of this federal government, we're sick of Washington, D.C., we do not want these people telling us what to do, exactly as we were, right? So Brexit, for me, was the first stage. There was two locks on England. There was the European Union lock, yeah. referendum and there was the second lock to get england out of the british union and people need to understand the difference between a political union and great britain right so what's been what we're now currently managed by is the central government that is in essence doesn't matter who you vote for it's marxist the in- administration is marxist and its intent and what it's been doing, including um, repealing parts of our constitution, which is not repealable. And other one, is, it's unlawful. Well, the same thing has been happening to Texas. So these people have pushed forward. Again, you've got Daniel Miller, who is the president of that organization. Um, all of their team, um, they have literally got hundreds and hundreds of what they call volunteers, that go out every weekend talking about the different elements so how much of a difference does it make to them well i'll give you an example texas um put barbed wire across their southern border and and the federal government come along with a digger and lifted it up for the migrants to come underneath it yeah, to get I into texas yeah. Right. yeah so again if you imagine what what England has got with its southern border in relation to the English channel, who are the people? So the, the English want to stop this. They, they want it stopped. They want to yeah, yeah, make yeah. sure that their country and their countrymen and women and children are safe, right? And who is it that's allowing to come across? The British. So they've got the same situation in Texas as England has got. And and again, you know, when we they're very aware of the situation with Scotland. They've spoke about Scotland a number of times. They asked me. I mean, one of the things that I said as soon as I got on the stage, I'm not a politician. I am not a diplomat, and I am most definitely not an academic. I'll tell you the truth. I'm not here to brainwash you. I'm here to tell you the truth, and I haven't come five thousand miles to lie to you. If you ask me a question, I'll give you an honest answer. That's it. They loved it. They loved the honesty and they loved the fact that I literally told them exactly what was going on. And, you know, I said when President Trump said there's areas of England that are no-go zones in London and the rest of England, I said that is absolutely the truth, right? So we we had a number of conversations there. And again, on the stage explaining to people what I did was actually showed them They've got a constitution and their constitution is based on the English constitution. It is in effect a codified version of the English constitution. So when I was talking to him about the right to keep and bear arms, and then what I said to him was, why haven't we got the right to keep and bear arms? Because the central British government took it off us. What do Washington DC want to do with you? Take your firearms, right? And then when you go through all of the things, I explained to them, you know, you know what grand juries are, and they all sit, looked at me and said, "Yeah." And I said, "Well, the British took ours off. This is 1930. So do you understand that they're going to take every single right you ever had? And it's and it's the British who've done it to us. The centrally managed government have done that to us. And all we need is independence. And Texas, it was a woman." So as I went through every single one of the rights that the British have took off the English, what I said to him at the end of that speech was, listen to what an Englishman's telling you, because I am living in your future. And you mm-hmm. could have earned a pin drop. And I said, everything I've told you is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God, right? I am not anti Scottish, anti-Welsh, anti-Irish. They asked me them questions and I said, no, I'm not. We are a brotherhood of nations that have been taken over by a central government system that is now a a uniparty of Marxism and we need to take it back. And the only way of taking it back is independence. And if Scotland wants to be, we we talked about politics and I said, Scotland's politics has got nothing to do with me. I'm English. If Mm. they want socialism, they can have socialism. We'll build a nice big wall and they'll need a passport to come into England. It's as simple as that. It's their decision to be socialist. It's Wales' Mm. decision to be socialist. It's Ireland's decision. But we're caught as England, as the only country with a common law system that protects you via a constitution. So when we went through it, and I mean, in front of me, I've got the little booklet. I mean, I know the audience won't be able to see it, but it's the no. Constitution of the United States, the little booklet that they give people. So, again, our leaflets, i give out four, or 500 of our leaflets, and our leaflets are the English Constitution written out in a, in, in, in a fold-out uh, thick leaflet, and it's almost identical to what they give out. And they was reading through it, and they couldn't believe the similarities. And I said, because Mm. you're not taught it anymore, you Mm. know, whereas you used to be. So getting back to is it serious, very serious. Do I think – so some people out there argue um, that it is unconstitutional. That is completely untrue. What they are doing is constitutional. Because what they're actually saying to Washington, D.C., which is the equivalent of us saying to uh, the, the city of London and Westminster, we are going back to our original constitution, our original legal system, our separation of powers. And you will not interfere with the people of Texas. Right. That's it. And. There is a massive, massive movement for that out there. And they was really appreciative of someone coming from England and one explaining it from our point of view as English independence, uh, a group exactly the same as them. They also support Catalonia. They also support um, Scotland being independent. So do I. Right. So There's no issue with a brotherhood of nations. There's every issue with a political union that
1: is controlled by Marxists. Mm Mm-hmm. If um, if Texas has this referendum, let's say they secede, would there be other states likely to follow them? I mean, there was talk of Florida. Was it Florida where, where there was you know rumors coming out of there that they were talking about seceding? Could there be other red states in particular that would be Definitely. looking to move away from the the political union, uh, the republic that is the USA?
3: One hundred percent correct. There was a guy there. We actually spoke on a platform together as well, and he was the head of the Californian exit group. Um, Floridians, um, where was the other place? New Hampshire is very close to it as well. There are certain states that are red, you know, what they call red states. Um, and, And again, them red states are all firing up and they're all looking at Texas. So, the, the important thing to remember here and, and one of the things that I said to the audience during a speech just remember that the, the 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 unions and how they come about so to explain to your audience without it being visual you must remember there's a British Union an American Union that come about in 1860 which in effect was caused by the British right you then had the Soviet Union. And people don't realize why it was the British put communism into Soviet Union. And don't forget the Boer War. And don't forget who it was that helped the Boers because they wanted an independent republic. Who was it to help the Boers? The Russians, right? The Russians was fighting alongside the Boers against the British because the British created concentration camps for them people in Africa and and would not allow them to have an independent state. Then you move over from there, you go to the next union, the Yugoslav Union, the European Union. And when you look at them unions, they all come together under the United Nation and the who, right? It was all started by the British. And more people need to understand how dangerous these people are. I'm not talking about the average man in the street that thinks he's a Brit, right? They're just confused Because they haven't been educated on what's actually happening. When they actually understand what's happening, they will be standing beside us and saying, that's it. We want out. We want our future generations to carry the eternal flame of freedom and give it and hand it to the next generation. And that is what the Texans are doing. That's exactly what the Floridians and the people of New Hampshire and and the people of California are going to be doing. So just to finish that point, one of the things that I said to him was Lequevenster stood up in Poland and from that moment on there was contagion and the U- and the Union, the Soviet Union fell, right? But let me just finish this one point. Sure. one of the things I explained to him was we have a law, that was passed in this country in 1981, right? It's called the British Nationality Act of 1981. It erased English identity, Scottish identity, Welsh identity, and Irish identity. The last person to do that, his name was Joseph Stalin, and he was in charge of the identities in the Soviet Union and they erased all of the identities and said, there's one identity and one nationality and it's called Soviet, yeah. right? Uh-huh. If you walk into any place out here now right, and you walked up to someone who was Polish and said, you're a Soviet, they'd probably smack you in the mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. People need to understand the difference between British and English
1: and Welsh, Irish, Scottish. There will be there will be one listener right now. Big shout out to to Jock Herrera who's in the live chat. He'll be cheering you on, Graham, because he's been banging on in the live chat about Scottish independence uh, for ever since I've been working on on TNT. And he's obviously going to be a fan of yours. And if people must know, I actually changed my Twitter bio when I come to Graham, saying I want to come on my show for a catch up. And he, and he 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 passed some comment on the fact that I've got British in my bio and not English and so I very quickly changed it and I've got the the red and they've uh, got the Red Cross uh, of st. George in my bio but not the dragon like you do okay we're going to a quick break now uh, I want to come back uh, I want to just go uh, quickly just touch up on Biden and Xi Jinping because uh, 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 Xi Jinping has gone over there to, to, to visit Biden and Biden's made a bit of a faux pas uh, and I talked I talked about X and media matters and there is a Court case in the offing, so I wanted to d- discuss that. Why is Musk and X the only social media platform that's ever put in the spotlight of censorship and not the others? So please stay right with us here on TNT Radio.
0: With his expert analysis and opinion, this is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. Who says legislation isn't a contact sport? We nearly came to blows today in the United States Senate as Senator Mark Wayne Mullen of Oklahoma squared off against Sean Butterbean O'Brien, the general president of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. O'Brien had been very critical of Mullen on X, tweeting, Greedy CEO who pretends like he's self-made. Just a clown and a fraud. Always has been, always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, anytime, cowboy. Mark Wayne Mullen read that tweet and said, here is a place, now. Now is a time you want to go and Butterbean said let's go cooler heads like Bernie Sanders intervened they weren't going to come to blows anyway this wasn't quite the caning of abolitionist Republican senator Charles Sumner by pro-slavery Democrat senator Preston Brooks of South Carolina in 1856 but it was good to see a Republican show a little spine show a little enthusiasm for his position. Now, if we can only get Mark Wayne as focused on election integrity efforts and on budgetary issues as he is on posts on X. from MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for TNT Radio.
1: The challenges our planet's animals are facing
3: sometimes feel a bit heavy.
2: The animals haven't eaten in a day, two days. They haven't drank anything. They're cold. They're dehydrated.
3: But remember,
2: there's good happening right now. At home. All right, we were able to get into your unit, and we have all four of your cats. Who, uh... <laughs> okay. And around the world for any
3: animal, any disaster. Search ifa.org forward slash disaster ready.
0: D. D. Denslow is digging deeper on today's News Talk
1: TNT Radio uh welcome back to tnt i'm here for the next 13 minutes i'm talking with uh graham uh uh, some comments coming in for you graham Uh, this is from holly holly uh i like his enthusiasm and the fact he obviously knows his onions good lad uh speaking to you many people are agreeing uh and uh jock is all in on everything that you said jock career big s i think he's an smp fan uh wants scottish independence uh but i'm not sure he's Happy about the building of a wall across the border. Hey Jock, you can either have it or not have it. It's up to you. Wall and independence or no wall and be part of the British Union. Um, yeah, so lots of positive comments coming in for you there, Graham. Um X. Let's go straight to let's just do X first and we'll save the funny stuff for last with Z and Biden. Why is Elon Musk guy who's always under attack is it a show for the masses for us to accept him as one of us when he really he isn't or is it because he is bringing freedom of speech back or at least trying to uh, on the x platform and he's doing a whole load of other activities that may not align with um the establishment uh, and the direction that their agendas are going in what is it
3: i am in two minds with with elon um he's definitely struck he's definitely struggling against the system for them to attack him in the way they have and especially in attacking him in an organized way and attack the advertising of the platform tells me that they wanted to take him down um without any doubts whatsoever when you think of some of the new products that he's bringing online including live video and some of them videos have been very very sensitive would automatically be taken down on YouTube and other platforms for example yeah. uh I don't know if you if you like David Ike or not but he's just uh-huh. been banned again on YouTube right completely deleted his channel where he's still up on X um, there's elements that I don't trust, and and um, part of that was I was shocked that in the week and the build up with what's going on with Israel, they let two certain people back on the platform. I was very suspicious about that. Um, that 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 didn't sit right with me. Not that I don't want them to be on the platform. It was the timing. Uh-huh. and the timing m- made me very suspicious of who and what he's doing and that, and i'm talking and it could be the ceo that he put in place um he could be you know setting a trap yeah, for Carino. them
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
3: for, for all i know uh bearing in mind she was wef so again how they've been set up recently with media matters the way that they did it very technical um created as you said the false false accounts, kept refreshing until one of their accounts was on uh, an advert with IBM, took a picture of it, then sent it and and then was sending those pictures to the advertisers. And then when you actually look through it, it was a complete fraud. It it was completely fraudulent. In fact, on one occasion uh, or two occasions when they show the ads, it was only them in other words, media matters, that had seen the advert. They was the only Uh, people it had been produced to out of something like 4 billion running ads. One out of 4 billion, and that's the one that they picked and sent it to the advertiser. So tomorrow morning, that's going into the high court. Um, Everyone's said, you know, we'll probably settle for X amount of millions. I personally, if that was me and my case, I wouldn't settle. I would take them to bankruptcy, I would show the people through a court case exactly what they've done. And if there is any government involvement, federal involvement at all with any of that, that will be highlighted in that case. And if it is, Mm -hmm. that's a First Amendment violation. And they're also Uh interfering with commerce, which, again, is illegal under the Constitution to do what they're doing so yeah. my answer to that is it's going to be a very interesting case it's going to be a very interesting um reaction from media matters um if they try and fight it uh straight off they're already uh in in well, they're already into aggravated da- damages and punitive damages um in, into the billions and billions So. Um, I'd like to see what's going to happen to them. And that also means that anyone funding them uh, is potentially liable for that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I... Yeah, including Soros. Uh, I I hope that uh, Elon Musk does fight it. He has said the split-second court opens on Monday. X-Corp uh, will be filing a thermonuclear lawsuit against Media Matters and all those who colluded in this fraudulent attack on our company. I hope Elon Musk is successful, does defeat them, does show them up for what these people, these characters are, who are establishment fronts uh, uh, to attack, in this case, social media and fraud- speech um and it could be another watershed moment and that might be why there's a lot of emphasis uh, sort of being shone in terms of a light on this case because the establishment know if elon musk is successful uh he could open the floodgates for more of these types of cases do you think he has brought some free speech back to uh, to Twitter? Like I can never get used to calling it X because uh, I understand um, exactly where you know what's going on with YouTube because I've just started posting to YouTube again uh, and I paid for the premium service to get rid of all their adverts and they've still, after a couple of videos, restricted all my access and taken all my privileges away. Um, is X the only place now where there really is any freedom of speech in terms of social media?
3: Uh no, is the answer. The other place is Rumble, where my channel is. I mean, my channel's been growing. It's slower because not many people understand it exists. It's free to the user, but the the content providers have to pay for the platform. That's a good thing because they're not reliant on advertisers. Um, so my channel's got five thousand six hundred subscribers on Rumble at the moment. Um, It is continually growing Monday to Friday, every night live. So is there another free speech platform? Yes, that they've got a constitutional um, rule system. And that it sounds strange, but you actually, if there's any strikes on your channel, it goes before a jury. And the jury is of 12 content providers right So the other content providers look at what said they listen to you and and did you mean to do this was it this and what and you cannot get any strike whatsoever. they'll just listen to you and say no strike because you know X, Y Z. The only thing that they do not tolerate and I, and I've got to make sure that everyone understands this about freedom of speech. freedom of speech, is obviously something that's an absolute right. It's an inviolable right as far as I'm concerned, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, etc. The only thing that you cannot do is incite violence. Anything uh-huh. that would normally be illegal or unlawful is not is not lawful. So you just gotta remember that. Um so for example, you can't slander people. If you slander someone, expect to get sued. But, the, mm-hmm. but it could still stay up and, and, and unless it goes to court and then you could get the Vicarious liability via the platform, uh, but the platform may look at it and say, no, we'll actually take it down until your court case is finished. Um, so again, Rumble is a free speech. This platform, TNT Radio, you can yeah. virtually say what you want. Um, and off also, uh, I would say that x or or twitter um there's other things about it that that certainly make me think it's moving in the right direction there is he is now invested a lot of money in x ai and and it's going to put the other ai platforms to shame right um Again, when you look at everything that he's doing and everything he's trying to assist with, I mean, I don't know if anyone knows, but if you go on to any of these other AI platforms and you put something in um, and ask a question, it could—it always comes back with what I describe as an extremely leftish answer, right? A woke answer. It, it, it is extremely biased AI, and that's what makes it so dangerous. Um, X is... AI will have none of them restraints. If you ask it a question, you'll get an honest answer. Uh, not a biased answer, either way. So there's lots of things that I would say about Elon Musk. Uh, do I like his electric cars? Not very much. Um, <laughs> do, do do I like V8s with as much petrol or diesel rump as you can get? Yes, 100%. <laughs> Um, One of the reasons why I love America so much is big American trucks
1: yeah uh I, I, his, his cars are actually supposed to be very very good and uh actually his top of the range tesla will outrun any v8 uh, it does like nought to a hundred seconds uh but i'm i'm with you i like the sound of a nice yeah. powerful car and i was watching some le mans cars yesterday and they were leaving uh the, they were leaving their garage under electric power making that where and then the v8 you know the end of petrol engine yeah, yeah. would kick in yeah, yeah it's, it's so much better uh okay i'm very quickly we've got two minutes left uh biden has just called brave man very brave man biden i'm pretty sure he doesn't know what he's saying he calls xi jinping a dictator to his face uh pretty much uh what do you think about that <laughs> Blinken was like oh my god you see his face Blinken was absolutely <laughs> fringing
3: really well <laughs> it, it- the the answer to that is, it, it, I mean, if it, if he if he did it because he believed it, or someone's just whispered something in his ear, like don't call him a dictator, whatever That's... you do, uh, and and he's just gone, you're a dictator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he was asked. He was asked by uh, a member of the the press corps. You know, Xi Jinping's over there visiting the USA. Elon Musk and all the other tech giants uh, are, are, are are all in, all over Xi Jinping. But Biden was asked, "Oh, uh, do you still think that Xi Jinping's a dictator?" And he said, "Yes, of course he's a dictator." And, and then, there's a, then it shot moved to Blinken in the audience who was just like oh my god I can't believe he just said that while Xi Jinping is visiting so it's quite quite amusing Um, Graham we are now coming to the end of the show Um, uh, you've been an absolutely fantastic guest and I have learned some stuff I didn't know about the dragon and uh, the dragon flag but I will look into that and maybe I'll change that on my profile and I didn't know that much about Texit Um, we've got about 30 seconds left I'll give you 15 seconds to say something and positive to the audience before we go, mate. The positive
3: is never ever believe that we're losing. We're winning. You want the struggle you're seeing out there at the moment. I'm telling you now, never ever surrender. That's not the English way. We
0: will take back England, and we will
1: take back every right we ever lost.